We have Nate Reinhardt of the Minnesota-based band Sonar Worship, who will guide us in this beautiful mystery this weekend. Thanks for being here, Nate. Yeah, it's good to be with you guys. And can you tell us just a little bit about yourself? Yeah, um, I'm a worship leader. I've been leading worship for 15 years, mostly with the band Sonar Worship, and I, I work at a parish. I've also been at that parish for 15 years. Um, I'm married, have uh, two little girls at home who are two and four, um, and our our third, a little boy, is is on his way um, coming this October. So oh, congratulations. Thank wow. you. Great gift. Bless yes, you. I'm very excited. That's awesome. And uh, the topic this morning is music. Being uh, in a band, you probably understand this in a unique way. How can music draw our hearts closer to Christ? Well, I mean, as you know, we live in a world that, that doesn't look at beauty, um, that, that, that sees there's, there's so much beauty around us and, and we ignore it. And for whatever reason, I think music is one of the things that we have held on to as a culture when we look at beauty, that, that hasn't been something that we ignore or something that we pass by. And so um, music just has a special way to, to re-enlive that, that sense of beauty in our hearts and um, let us to see more of the world that is beautiful, especially when we, we are able to do that in liturgy and in worship, even outside of the liturgy. I've really appreciated your uh, band Sonar just in, in you know previous years and, and the beautiful gift that you have as musicians. But what I've noticed in a particular way is, and some people, again, our listeners may not um, always understand this as well, so I think it's good to clarify, there's a difference between performing and prayer. Can you explain a little bit about that and what you are actually doing? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, we really think of ourselves as a worship band. That's why we... Um worked really hard to put the, the, the word worship in, into our band name. We, um, rather than playing songs, we're, we're really trying to enter into um, worship in music, to try to, um, to respond to what God has revealed in our lives and do that through music and, and be able to, to, to pray with it. Um, much of what we're going to you know, do this weekend will be accompanying either the liturgy or um, uh, Eucharistic adoration. And, um, and and when we're we're worshiping and we're we're playing music in those contexts, we're accompanying something. You know, we're 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 getting out of the way as best we can, and and letting those things, letting the sacrament, you know, take over. How many Steubenville conferences has Sonar Worship been involved in? A lot. Okay. <laughs> More than one, and less than a thousand. Okay. Um, no. Uh, that narrows it down. I, yeah, yeah. That, I, I thought I would. Um, no, it's. Um, yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's quite a few. Um, we've been at Rochester here since the first year they had it, which I am not sure where it is. We've been at Steubenville St. Paul um, for the, since the first year that they've done it. And um, also we've been blessed to do um, the On the Lake Conference that Partnership for Youth does. And we're actually going to um, Franciscan University next week um, to, to lead worship on, on, on their main campus. Of all those experiences, is there anything that stands out for just this moment for you as an individual within the context of Sonar Worship that the Lord really touched your heart, whether it was through uh, liturgy with Mass or Eucharistic Adoration or even in something beyond that? You know, um, when I think about it, you know, this being involved in these conferences, which is really, I think, a a really blessed movement um, in the church. Um, I think back to my first conference when I was a junior in high school um, and I was visiting my parents. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and I went out for a run last week when I was on vacation. And I took a picture of the gym that, that I was first at and I was, I was reflecting on that. And I was reflecting on that moment in that gym at that first conference where like, I knew about the real presence of the Eucharist, but it was at that moment and in that conference where it, 
it, it entered into my heart in a new way. And I knew this is real. This is true. Um, and I, because of that moment, have been able to hold, hold on to that throughout my life. And every time that I'm able to come back, um, I get to kind of relive that a little bit, um, that moment of conversion. Um, and so it's, it's just really special to be here um, for me and to be involved in these conferences as a worship leader now. It's about 12 minutes past the hour. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. I'm Matt Wilkham, Father Tim Buren as well, speaking with Nate Reinhardt from Sonar Worship, the band that's going to be helping to uh, enlighten and enliven the hearts of these youth here at the Rochester, uh, at, at the Mayo Civic Center, rather, in downtown Rochester, where we're broadcasting live from this Friday morning. And uh, are there practical ways, Nate, that we can encounter beauty more fully in music? Yeah, um, I think um, when it comes to worshiping, and especially worshiping music, whether it's in liturgy or with adoration or at a conference like this, um, I think we have to realize that we have trained ourselves in our lives to not worship. Um, we're, um, there's a um, worship leader out of England, Matt Redman, who likes to practically think of worship as our response to the revelation of God in our lives. So God reveals himself, and our response, kind of practically speaking, is worship. And when we were kids, when we were just completely free, we could respond to God's revelation awesomely. We, we would see something that was great. We would see grace. We would see joy. And we would just, we would shout, we would scream, we would respond to it. Amen. And, and at this point in our lives, what happens is we've trained ourselves when we see beauty, when we see grace, when we see God's presence to say, okay, what's the proper response? How can I be measured here? How can I just, you know, stay within myself and not, not get off the, the rails here? Um, and I think practically speaking, when it comes to worship, how we can enter into music and, and experience more, we can surrender into letting go just a little bit more. Pope Francis um, once said in a, um, I think it was a, a, a homily that it's amazing to me how many people are willing to stand and shout at a soccer game. Uh, he calls it football, but he's terribly mistaken. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> he might be. Uh, You're talking to a soccer fan here. <laughs> How, how many people are willing to stand at a soccer game when, they're, when their team scores a goal, but how few people are willing to lose their composure enough to sing a song of praise? Um, and it's that last part that, that somehow when we sing a song of praise, when we enter into music, it requires us to lose our composure. It requires us to unlearn that learning that we did to not worship, to be measured in all our responses and not be able to fully enter in. So I think that to answer your question just in the simplest ways is to – to enter in fully into music and to worship requires us to lose ourselves, to let go um, of our societal cues and just be able to respond completely freely to God. One of the things that our listeners cannot see because you are listening and not watching is that uh, with Nate here, he just is radiating the Lord. And it's just beautiful to see how the Holy Spirit really has inflamed his heart. And and so I, I'm just really impressed with him. And I've seen him in the past and have prayed with him uh, in the context of the greater community. And so grateful that, that Nate Reinhardt is with us in the studio here. Because, again, this is beneficial for all of us, whether or not uh, we're at a Steubenville conference or living out that faith in our homes, in our churches, in our workplaces. So thank you for that beautiful way to put that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father. And uh, Nate, uh, how does the music play a role in the weekend specifically? Yeah, we um, we have so many things in this this weekend, from the speakers to the sacraments that 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 the students, the participants, need to respond to. Um, and so music is kind of in between all of these sessions. It's 
it's the, our opportunity to respond to it. You know, going back to that definition of worship possibly being, you know, our response to the revelation of God. Here's a speaker, like, rather than just sit with that, um, music worship gives us the opportunity to tangibly respond to it in that moment. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Nate, for your ministry and, and for being here with us uh, at, on Real Presence Live. We deeply appreciate it. And uh, uh, our prayers are with you uh, in, in this weekend. And I'm sure that many hearts, many lives are going to be changed. Hearts are going to be touched. And I'm sure you guys will come away feeling energized as well at Sonar. Absolutely. Thanks so much, man. Sonar Worship is an absolute gift. Uh, I would Google them and find out more about them and uh, just what a great gift they are in serving the Lord. So thank you again, Nate. Thank you, Father. God bless you.